the sandwich. I'm just going to get something off my chest that happened this morning, actually. This is unrelated to anything that we've planned on talking about, but I just thought it was noteworthy of some kind. Um, so this morning on the way to the warehouse here, I stopped at the petrol station just across the street, like the main oh, one. Are we recording? We're recording, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, across the street. No, no, <laughs> You're just just telling me this off record no, no. with the microphone to your mouth. <laughs> I got the microphone up to my gob, just telling you something separate. I stopped at the petrol station to get petrol and like uh, run and get some snacks or whatever. When I went in to pay, uh, there was a small man in like high vis who was earnestly trying on the sunnies, like trying on servo sunnies, but like putting them on, looking at himself and kind of doing a few poses, taking them off, putting the next one on. So, So there are people like that. Yeah. Because you always have that thought when you walk in there, you're like, who is this for? Is this for Tyler and I to go to regional truck stops and put them on each other's faces as a joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which is always what which Occasionally buy some. Yeah, I've bought one pair of Servo Sunnies and they were the fucking worst. I mean, they hurt to wear. Yeah, but that's the point. Yeah, okay, I guess that's true. Um, it, it, it's, it's like it's wild that people are unironically shopping at a service station. No, and he, like I said, he was earnest about it. He was like really trying to mind. And when I walked in, he he had like one pair on. I could see him looking at himself. I went to the, the got, got like an energy drink from the cabinet. He had another pair on. I'm lining up to pay. He had a third pair on. And then after I paid and I was coming out, I, I walked past him and went, looks good, mate. And? And he was like, oh. oh he's a grumbler. He was like, oh, oh, but like a positive grumbler. He wasn't angry about it. Yeah. But uh, I was thinking in my head, um, I was like, yeah, I need to say something to him in case he has like an angry reaction. It'd be good for the pod. But he didn't. He was too nice. Why are you trying to provoke strangers for content? <laughs> Dude, you know what's so bad? Just walking up to people in the street and poking them. Yeah, man. And they go, what the fuck? And you go, great, got something to talk about this Yeah, week. I'm not joking you. Yesterday, Mia and I were in uh, uh, Fitzroy and we were going like moving between all the vintage stores and uh, Mia walks around with like a bag full of blank face stickers to both hand out and slap on things. Can I just say, yep. your girlfriend Mia is, uh, w- when you're playing and when you're doing your thing on stage, is the cutest human being alive. <laughs> She's the big. She is the blank face stand. Meg she- and I were talking about it all week. Like no one, usually used to be, no one loves blank face more than blank face. But now there is <laughs> one person that loves yourself more than you, yeah. and it's Mia. Yeah, she's the best. It's she's adorable. The yeah, she's a legend. Yeah, she was handing out at the. Well, we'll get into the live show in a second, but she was handing out blank face stickers at the live. Just strangers, complete strangers. Like anyone. They, they, you know what's so funny? Oh, I'm going to save this when we get into it because it's getting sidetracked from the original story. But we're on we're in Fitzroy yesterday, moving between vintage stores, and we walked past a cafe, and I'm like, holy fuck, that's Mole Rat. Like Morat was just sitting in the cafe. Like the uh, music artist? Yeah. Is that a band or a singer? No, it's a singer. She's, she's, okay. she's yeah, she's a woman. Okay. Yeah. Boomer. Anyway. <laughs> I just don't, I know like. Man, you don't know the person that plays every single Australian music festival and has for the last two years? I was about to say, I've seen them on like a Splendor lineup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dominate the Splendor lineup. I'm only, G-Flip's only recently come into my life. G- oh, Really? Or I knew about them uh, from the, the AFL Grand the Final. AFL Grand Final. Which they slayed. And at. then the Cruel Summer cover really got me, like G-Flip came on my radar. Yeah, how the, the like of versions just boost a person's career like that. I think I knew that other people liked G-Flip, but yeah. I didn't know what the didn't fuss was all about. Well, G-Flip dominated the hottest 100 this year. Seven tracks. Crazy. Good on you. Yeah. But anyway, we're walking past this cafe and I'm like, is that Morat? And Mia's from Townsville, she, you know, she was like, what the fuck? I'm in Melbourne. I just see celebs out and about. She loves more rats. If you had said it to me, I would have been like, you, Tyler, you can't call people rats. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, like, firstly, like it's a Fitzroy rat. There's no mall around here. No, no. Shopping center rat. Yeah. My apologies. She, she, plaza rat. Anyway, I was like, that's more rat. And Mia's like, oh my God, go get a photo with her so I can flex it on my Instagram story and give her a sticker. I was like, no way. She's like, why not? I'm like, well, you know- Awkward, firstly. Secondly, like, I don't want to have to explain, like, hey, listen to my new song, it's better than Wonderwall, and do the whole lore update on Mallrat while she's trying to eat in a cafe in, in Fitzroy. 
And thirdly, I was like, you know, it's just all over an awkward experience because who knows what if one day I'm on the Splendor in the Grass lineup and she's headlining for the 18th year in a row <laughs> and now I have to talk to my contemporary and she remembers me as the person who accosted her in a cafe in Fitzroy. Do you know what I mean? Awkward. I've done shit like that right at the start where I ask people for photos and I've now met them as a peer and it's, yeah, I don't do it. Yeah, you, <laughs> thank really you. Weird. Exactly. But about 40 minutes later, me and I are having breakfast in a cafe and I sh- was sitting there, t- I hadn't thought about the whole Morat thing since you were pastor. We're eating, I go, I'm going to use the bathroom. And as I'm washing my hands in my head, I was like, fuck, that could have been a really funny story for the pod. But you, but you didn't do it. So now you're telling the story about how you pussied out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now in a way I'm still inadvertently cashing well, in for the pod content. So, you're, so what you're doing is you're telling the underwhelming yeah. story that you were like, God, it would have been actually good if I had have done something interesting in yeah, this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, then I went back to the table. I was like, to me, I was like, fuck, I should have given it the sticker for the pod story. She's like, you, you idiot. So we eat the food and we go back to the cabin. She'd gone. What was Morat eating? Do you know? Didn't see. I don't think she got no food yet. Okay, I think so she you just sat down. So you've, this story is actually offered nothing. We don't even have like a... So say if someone was a Mallrat fan listening yep. to this, now they're not even going to know like anything. Can you give me anything? What was she wearing? She was wearing this, a similar outfit to what she was wearing on the album cover of, of her album. Oh, that means nothing to me, dude. <laughs> I, I just found out Mallrat was a singer. <laughs> she was with uh, someone... Uh, I can't even tell you the gender of the other person. I can't even describe them you to see, you. See, I thought Morat was a band like how Spacey Jane and... No, all... Spacey Jane is a person. What? No, I just made that up. <laughs> it's a band. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's crazy that you brought up because you could say that one of them is Jane, who is Spacey. Yeah, because Spacey Jane sounds more like a solo stage artist name. Yeah, Morat does not sound like an individual. That's a good band name. Great band name. And Morat's amazing, man. I mean, who knows? Uh, Morat, if you happen to be listening, if you're a BLT head and you do want a sticker, DM me. And I'll oh, yeah, by the way, don't be offended if you are. I don't know anything. No, Luke's exceptionally out of the loop. But uh, you should definitely check out Morat. She's amazing. But, yeah, I just – anyway, just brought that up. Um, just brought that up in the same way where I've, I'm just letting the fans know that I'm, I'm thinking about you guys and trying to do things for you so that you have stories to listen to. Well, welcome back to the pod, everyone. <laughs> um, that was the cold intro. Uh, yep, we are n- no no B this week. No, no. Well, it means yeah. So you won't be getting a third mic, but that shouldn't be too unusual from every other episode, will it? Yeah, so- people probably just thought Blake was sitting here listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Blake is uh, gone off to New Zealand. Uh, Correct. He's gonna do his literally dying tour. Literally around uh, New Zealand. Literally dying. Um, so how do I say, say dying? Doing, doing. Oh, who knows? Fuck it. Know, man. And uh, so yeah, he won't be here. And we are we've just come off doing the Melbourne live episode. Oh, now the reason we're not sure which one you're going to hear first. No, we're still currently as we're recording this. We did a classic us. This is, you know, it's almost. If you guys had gotten the live show as an episode, as we promised, you would almost be worried for us. You'd be like, whoa, this is the same podcast I tune into every week. You're like, wait, boys, this sounds crisp and listenable. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel comfortable with this. No. Well, don't fret. No, and I think it was, I think the people in the room at the live show, there was too much positivity and happy vibes. I think they were like, "This something needs to go wrong here because this has been too great of an experience. It actually was so much fun. I was going to say, let's just get that out of the way first. The Melbourne live show incredible success it was one of the most fun nights i've had like doing this job yeah yeah i would agree i i I could not have gone in the room it could not have gone smoother it could not have been received better it could not have been more fun meeting everyone doing the show both sets went amazing yep Um, it was the the live podcast uh went good because we were a bit worried we're like oh we've never done a live podcast. I've done a few in the past yeah, uh, with Luke and Lewis, but I've never done, you know, one with you guys. So it was just a new thing. And also half the people in the room, 100% didn't know what they were buying a ticket to. No, I, I think it was one of those things where it was like, let us cook, let us cook. We've got an idea but for, the- a, for a night of entertainment and just see what happens. And I think the people left very happy with it. Yeah, I was going to say, so many people were like, oh, dude, I thought this was like you and Blake doing stand-up. Look, I didn't really know what I bought a ticket to. Like, we had a great time. Yeah, it was kind of 
and you guys, uh, yeah, it was kind of scary when we said at the start of the show, like, oh, how many people know what they're here for? And like half the crowd went, woo. <laughs> and then you were like, what, what about, did the other half just get dragged here? And half the room went, woo. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this is going to suck. That was but fun. then it went amazing. It was awesome. What is absolutely crippling for my self-esteem was people came up to me afterwards and went, oh yeah, I saw you at um, the comedy festival a couple of years ago. And man, I now saw you again tonight. Dude. This was just as good, if not better. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. Good awesome. to know. I spent 10 minutes thinking about what we're going to say up here and spent a year on the yeah. other one. <laughs> hey, yeah, man, stay cool. humble. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it went fucking awesome in the room. Uh, everyone had a great time. And like I said, it was great meeting everyone after the show. Now, as we were saying earlier, it wouldn't be a BLT uh, product or a BLT experience without some horrific technical uh, difficulties setting us back in ways that we could not have foreseen before the show. We walked off stage uh, to, I would say, a, a wild applause. You know? Oh yeah, M- mid tier to high amounts of applause. Yeah, which yeah, I was I wasn't expect I was hoping for, but wasn't yeah. expecting. Uh, Correct. And we were like, you know, there was some high fiving going on backstage. Like, boys, we did it. That was sick. And then uh, our team walks in and goes, so none of that recorded. Yep. <laughs> We're no, like, well, I'm well sorry, actually, what? this was the live podcast. What yeah, do you mean none of it no, recorded? No, none of the audio recorded. Uh, so we had like our normal audio recorder set up at the sound desk with the sound guy, uh, and through a myriad, look, not to point fingers through a myriad of, uh, strange circumstances. I'm happy to point fingers. It was his fault. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Maybe a little bit of our fault for not double checking or triple checking. We should have triple checked, but basically the audio recorder that was plugged straight into the console for the clear audio did not record. However, we did have cameras set up filming the show. So we do have the camera audio. It is up in the air. As of us recording this right now, how it's, look, it's not going to sound like Queen live uh, in Montreal, 1983. But to be fair, nothing ever has sounded That's true. like That's Queen huge. live. That's true. That's a huge. Why would you say that you just put the benchmark as one of the best to... live events <laughs> yeah, ever recorded? I was just trying to think of a really, really good live album. It's not going to sound like that, all right? It's not going to sound like that, but- we are going to be releasing the Melbourne if, Live if Show. If you're a Blink-182 fan, it's going to be sound more like the Mark, Tom and Travis show. But the <laughs> yeah. bonus tracks where they're just screaming. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, even that had studio redubs in it, which this is not... We're not redoing any of this in the studio. I mean, some of the audio cues that we use throughout the show we'll put in clearly so you can hear those nice and crispy. Honestly, it'll probably just sound kind of like some of our stand-up clips online, but there won't be subtitles. So Good luck. sometimes you might have to... Look, we don't know. We haven't heard it. Yeah, we, we don't know. But it was filmed on a camera at the back of the room, so that will be the audio that gets uploaded to the feed. Correct. And the reason why we're doing this episode is because we felt bad. We felt awful. I mean, this is the thing. Look, we want to give you guys the best show we can. And honestly, the Melbourne Live show was that fucking good. I've said this before. I've had conversations with some of the BLT heads. I personally, as a listener, would always want more stuff, even if it, the audio quality is shit. Uh, and I've had listeners say the exact same thing. So we're just letting you know... It might sound a bit grim. And for those of you in the audience who sling into my DMs and what the fuck's wrong with you guys? You guys are incompetent. We know we are. Yeah. You don't have to remind us. We know we're incompetent. Yeah. Uh, but we're just making sure you get something. And this is like a bit of a bonus compromise situation. Yeah. Um, but we're going to give you guys our thoughts. Uh, uh, we would recommend listening to the live show First. Listen to the live show first if you can get through it. Yeah. I think it's one of those things your ears will probably just adjust and after five minutes you'll forget that you're listening to something that's recorded fucking- in a shared enrichment. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly what it was. Uh, your ears will adjust and this is just going to be Luke and I, kind of our thoughts and our feelings and some bonus stories from the night, uh, which <laughs> even <laughs> Mia told me something fucking funny that happened with a BLT head mm. in the toilets. Okay. So she's gave me the, the, the thumbs up to tell that story on the pod. So there's going to be a few additional nuggets that come tell out. Tell it, man. Oh, do you want to tell it right now? Tell it right now. Oh, cool. Okay. So <laughs> this is just before the, um, so right at the end of the podcast segment, uh, going into where I debuted my Wonderwall and ended the Gallagher Brothers uh, legacy for good. 
Someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. Yeah, he's getting too big for his boots, Liam Gallagher. Anyway, so... <laughs> they got too big for their boots in about the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, th- th- before their first album came out. Before they, were, they wrote one or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were, they were way too big. They'd written Supersonic and they were too big for the boots. Yeah. Um, so it gets right to the end of the pod and we had... Uh, basically, we, we get to the end of doing our podcast and we, we say to everyone, okay, guys... Uh, if everyone could stand up, take their chairs, move them over to the side and form this big circle uh, for the listening of Evil Eye Pendant, the debut. Uh, Joseph Green's there. Everyone's moving. It's all happening. Uh, when we say that, Mia goes, fuck, she's, she's like, I'm busting to go to the bathroom. I'll take my opportunity now. Now we're in uh, uh, a shed in Richmond, like Luke said, very progressive area. They had uh, gender neutral toilets, mm-hmm. right? So Mia sprints. Uh, into the to the bathroom and she's wearing uh, a romper which is like a coverall sort of bodysuit thing it's like a one-piece thing and she's kind of standing waiting for one of the cubicles and a BL, a lovely blt head a woman goes hey girl like don't you don't want to be hanging out in here by yourself do you want to come into my cubicle he's like oh my god what a sweetheart i don't know it's something girls do man but there was also a girl's toilet so the male toilets had been turned into gender neutrals because yeah, with the urinal yeah, about yeah. a year ago when we used to do that venue, they were they were the male ones. Oh yeah, were and they? there's still female ones off to the at side, the back. Specific. So she could have actually gone to the. Okay, well maybe right. maybe an additional inf- maybe they were busy. I, I don't think know she what was it was. Sitting closer to those ones. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So maybe she had gone to them. Whatever whatever the reason was, she ended up in the gender neutral ones. Yeah, and I felt bad for um, anyone who doesn't identify as male in those gender neutral ones because I came in at one point and. I don't know, someone must have been a big day at work or oh, look, there must have been it, someone was laying fucking waste. Oh, <laughs> did to it the stick in there? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, it was like the the eruption, the volcano was happening. Like, oh, while you were in there. Oh, yeah. holy shit, fucking hell. Damn, well, it's good to know. And I was like, I love gender neutral toilets, but they're good in theory. And yeah, now we're, we're it's, the, the ladies of our. Look, well, I mean, it, it, it could have been, it could have been a lady. Who knows? True. I, True. I, I wasn't, I heard it. <laughs> You heard the, oh, my God. It sounded like a guy, like, looking for servo, Sonny. Just <laughs> a lot of grumbling. Yeah. A lot yeah. of incoherent things being spluttered around. Oh, that is that is disgusting. Anyway, Mia's in the toilet and this BLT here goes, come into this cubicle. She's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. She goes into the cubicle with the girl and uh, she's in there, whatever, and they're talking and blah, 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 or whatever's going on. And then uh, Mia goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry to do this to you, but uh, uh, I'm wearing a romper, so I'm going to have to, like, strip off a bit in front of you to, to sit in the toilet. And like, yeah. she's like, oh, my God, girl, that's totally fine and stress. It's fine, whatever. So Mia's, like, already feeling a bit like, oh, my God, like, I have to strip off in front of this poor girl. That sucks. Personally, I would have been stoked. <laughs> Just a bit, I don't know why I went into that. It's a bit creepy. Sorry, Mia. <laughs> Anyway, we get it, mate. You find your girlfriend attractive. That's <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> anyway, so me gets to sit down, and then she's so in her own head about like, ah, oh, like there's a girl here that I don't know, and I'm trying to be. Why do girls do this? I don't know. But me got stage fright, and she couldn't pee. Oh, really? <laughs> so then she starts thinking in her head like, oh fuck, I can't pee. So then she's sitting on the toilet with this random girl talking to her, and she's like, okay, yep. And then after like. You know, like 20 seconds goes by, she goes, fuck it, I'll just stand up and get redressed. And now the whole time she's thinking like, fuck, like this girl knows that I didn't pee because there was no noise. <laughs> so she's like, is this girl thinking that like I just stripped in front of her, sat in the toilet, didn't pee? Like totally overthinking. Of course that. that's what she's thinking because that's exactly what happened. Yeah, 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 exactly. Is this girl thinking that uh, her reality is real? Is real. <laughs> yeah, she, is she thinking about the fact that I didn't pee and I just got naked sat in the toilet in front of her? Yeah. Um, and then she, so they get redressed and she gets redressed. She leaves the toilet with the girl and they're walking back out. And um, she was like, I don't know why also, but she Mia was saying like, oh, she was like, I was kind of hoping that it was just like a random so they wouldn't know like who I am or whatever or something like that and then she leaves and she's like oh like you know have a good night or something and she goes that the girl says to her like oh who are you here with are you here with like friends or something like how long have you been listening to the podcast for and me goes no I'm Tyler's girlfriend and she's like what that's amazing like I'm such a Luke Kidgel fan like all the blah blah and then she was like, holy fuck, like I've just embarrassed myself in front of this person and now this person will have this story to tell everyone. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. like, it's, I was like, in, in, in all the lists I mean, of I things- I wouldn't walk into a cubicle at one of our live events. 
Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> no, no, sorry. With a stranger. With a stranger, yeah. I would walk into a cubicle and I did. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's one thing. I will use the cubicle just like because at one point I I forget. I, you're like, I forget sometimes that people are there because they like really like me. Yes, yeah, so you're I'll just, just hanging like, out. I'm weird. I'll just walk around the room and like just – I'll just chuck a piss like at the public urinal in yeah, the main bar, even if I'm doing a theatre. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been, no, there's been like, there's been times where like doing a thousand seat theatre, I will walk into the foyer, chuck a piss at the main urinal. And then just and go And four there. dudes will just be pissing while simultaneously, like they'll just be like looking across and going, what the fuck? Isn't that? Yeah. Is that the guy? And then I've realised in hindsight, that's not good because like no one should probably see your cock before you perform. <laughs> You know, they, I that think should be their first impression. After's fine. <laughs> Both show because before they're just going to be thinking about you. Well, they're, the now they're getting time. a predetermined idea of who you are based on the size, and you know, maybe it's maybe it was cold out. Yeah, the so they already start off the show not impressed. <laughs> so then I have to win them over with my personality. Oh no, that's what I did with Megs. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they walk in completely disappointed into the room. <laughs> they're like, oh fuck, this guy sucks. But I wouldn't – if I were them, I wouldn't look. Yeah. Because I remember – I, have, I, have I told you the David Spade story? What's the David Spade story? One time I had an opportunity to look at David Spade's willy and I chose not to. No, you haven't told me this story. When did that happen? When you are in the US? Yeah, I was at what? the comedy store and he did like – I think again, but seeing as I, f- I forget that some people know me from TikTok. Okay, yeah. This bloke's in Grown Ups. Yeah, he's like he's like a, I'm like you're actually like you're celeb famous. celeb yeah yeah and David Spade he's Joe Dirt too he was in the lineup and I went to take a piss and I did the thing where I'm just staring at the wall and then out of my peripheral I saw a guy and David Spade had already been on the lineup so I already seen what he was wearing and what he looked oh, like so that knew. evening yeah and at a peripheral I, my brain goes hmm, that guy looks a lot like David Spade. And then I go, anyway, keep pissing. And then my peripheral, like, it's almost like a little bell starts going, no, 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 mate. He actually looks heaps like David Spade. <laughs> so I give him a quick double look. I look once and then I go, yeah, I think that's David Spade. And they went, check one more time. And I looked over and he looks at me now because I've looked at him twice. Yes, fair While enough. both of our cocks are out. Oh, and, and I'm like, good. Spade confirmed. Yep. <laughs> right? Well, Call a spade a spade. Yes, yeah. and, it, and it was a That's, spade. Yeah, great call. Yeah. And then the little that little voice in the back of your head just goes, "Wonder if he is grown up." Wonder if Dickie Roberts, yeah. former child star, lives up to his name. Um, but because I expect both uh, the rules of engagement uh, in life and the show, <laughs> um, <laughs> not the show really. <laughs> I, I chose not to engage. Wow. Okay. Because because then I then you're watching some of his work later on, and and you're not thinking about no. All you're thinking about is great his acting, his comedic acting that defines a generational like generational talent. Yeah. Him, Sandler, Kevin James. <laughs> okay, let's. Really, I think using generational talent on Kevin James is a bit of a. Yeah, what I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah, that's a great man. The the absolute resistance from inside you would have had were you like in your head going like do not look, do not look, do not look. I just remember thinking gotta be really weird if you saw his dick. Yeah. And I didn't. Because like, you never look. Yeah. I think that's what girls don't no, understand is you don't look. No, I never – when out of you oh, – firstly, I personally am not a big urinal guy myself. You rip a cubicle and anyway. 100%. I'll do a cubicle piss – 100% of the time, if possible. See, I'll, just, I'll piss on, like, a street sign. Yeah, but that's because you're a pisser, man. You piss every – you can't – beggars can't be choosers, Exactly, bro. I can't be fussy. The, I got the, the rate bladder. of piss that you – yeah, how often you're peeing, that would be crazy if you mm. had to cubicle it every single time. Your bladder would explode, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll just – anything's a toilet. Stranger's mouth, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I'll be at the airport going, well, I'm already at the boarding gate, so. <laughs> Flight attendant. Ding! <laughs> Hit the button. Um, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to look at David Spade's penis either. Because if it was bigger than mine, I'd be like, fuck. But he's was, a tiny person, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's got small. Yeah, it, you know what? It was one of those things where it was the first time I realised that, oh, in LA, it, everyone's famous. So yeah, no true. one cares. 
That was your mall rat moment? That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. And I didn't engage. <laughs> so now you've told us a fucking story about something that didn't happen. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, well. well. Yeah, my story was relevant you to, to me. Yeah, okay, okay. It was, no, it was relevant to what we were talking it was, about. It was built upon something, I suppose. That's a good point. Um, imagine how, you know how you were saying like you didn't want to look at it in case all you thought about in the future was his penis. Mm -hmm. Imagine like the small 1% chance like in the multiverse timeline where, you know, in the multiverse, an infinite amount of possibilities. Imagine the timeline where you did look at his penis and he was hard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that could have been this timeline, but I I just didn't look. I'm just saying, imagine. Yeah. Imagine if he's bricked up. Anyway, what a thought. Um, what were we talking about again? Oh, the live show we did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, just while we're on Celebrity Cock, did you see Drake's? No, I heard about it though. No, I didn't see it. I, didn't, I don't want to see it, man. I, you know what I did see? I saw like people do like TikTok memes and shit. I just heard it was big. Dude, I heard, dude, I heard he's got a hog and a half. Is that a shock? Yeah, Drizzy. He's got tiny dick energy for sure. Yeah, but that's why he's packing. Yeah, I guess so. Because he doesn't need to. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, okay. Because he can get away with doing like lame shit, but he's yeah. still got a hog. Yeah, true. He's got that hotline schlong. He's the- <laughs> I, know, I don't know many Drake songs. I, I, Maybe I know God's a- plan was about the girth of his penis. <laughs> Girth's plan? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, well, yeah. Uh, mm, no, I, I think I only know like two of his songs. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Isn't he like one of the biggest artists? Probably like the at the moment. Yeah, he's like outside. Well, I heard Bad Bunny was the highest streamed artist. For a while maybe, but Drake's like outsold MJ, I think. Or, so, or he's close to. He's like the only other artist that's close to MJ. See, in my head, the two biggest artists are still like, I mean, Taylor Swift now is, but for the last 10 years, if you had yeah, to ask Sharon. me, I would have been like Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift, but he's probably not even in the ballpark anymore. Ed. No, I don't think Ed is. Well, he's, I don't think he's up there, but Drake Drake and Taylor would definitely be up the top. I'm still living it. in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Never leave the best year of our lives, yeah. 2016. Uh, well, I wish I was living in 2018. What was 2018, Because then I could be looking at David Spade's erect penis. <laughs> at the God, urinal. The things I do. Take me back, man. <laughs> would have you uh, looked, Reese? Reese has just come in to make his lunch. Sorry, I should have said we're recording this at our warehouse in camping chairs. Yeah, in the do you know how it's the most single dad shit. We're this, just standing in like a partially empty room. Do you know what's frustrating to me is that this Not is like we've sitting. this is like we've undertaken like a like we've taken on a challenge of like how do we make the podcast sound as shit as we can, but this will objectively sound so much better than like the last twelve episodes. Yeah, which sucks. Us recording in a concrete room in in a fucking business district when there's trucks driving by i can hear them the giant corrugated uh door that we have here garage door is definitely rustling in the wind every time someone steps on the stair you can hear it rattle six kilometers down the road uh and objectively it's sounding far better but yeah reesey would you have look at david spade's cock he was <laughs> sorry for, he said he wasn't grown up he wasn't grown up <laughs> that is true no. Nah. He was Cusco in Emperor's New Groove. He was Cusco in Emperor's New Groove. Was he? Yeah. I should have looked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that. <laughs> you should have said, oh, boom, baby. Yeah. And then hit him with the Cusco line. Anyway, let's talk about the live pod, yeah, please. Yeah, about this live show. God, it was good. Can um, I just say? Yeah, go say it. Coming out of retirement on the guitar might have been the single greatest moment of my entire life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Feeling like a bit of a rock star, are you? Yeah, I watched the footage back. Definitely didn't look like one. <laughs> God. Mate, you were so focused. I've never actually had to try harder at anything in my life. Well, it sounded great, dude. The end result was fantastic, man. You had nothing but great reviews. Uh, it sounded good on stage, being a part of it. It was like when you play Guitar Hero and if you hit like 76% of the notes correctly. Yeah. yeah. That's how I'd describe it. Occasionally hear like a <laughs> ding dong. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you did way better than that. I think you were pretty much spot on. Um, yeah, so if, for those who don't know, if you're randomly tuning in, I was playing Holiday by Green Day on guitar with Tyler's band. 
Yeah, he was he was a member of Blank Face for four minutes. And, uh, Best four minutes of my life. <laughs> God, doesn't it feel good? God, the things I do to be... The, the things I... Like, can we talk about making it a four-piece? No. Okay. Uh, you can keep practicing. Maybe in a year or two, we can come back to potential discussions. But... Uh, okay. You got to be a bit of a Shred King to be in the Blank Face Band. Sorry, brother. Um, Which you did prove Shred King status, I will say. Are you open to future cameos? Yeah, absolutely. What, more four minute on stage, Lukey K coming up to Shred a little bit? Yeah. 100%, brother. Okay. Yeah, I'm open to that. I think that'll get me through like like a little junkie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, you guys. But my, ju- my drug is rocking. <laughs> well. It's not crack rock. It's just rock. Hopefully, this, this is the one addiction I'm never sending you to rehab for. I want you to know. So I'm glad that your addiction is to rock. Good, man. And not rocks. Literally, I take pop punk straight to the vein. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually me. is a way sadder addiction than heroin or something anyway. <laughs> but um, no, you, man, you killed it. Uh, my my rider was taken care of exp- expertly. Sorry, so thank you for that as well. I, I, I was ready was, to rock myself. I think there was something I forgot, and someone reminded me, and I oh, forgotten it again. Yeah, someone messaged me about it too. It was something. Uh, I think it was. Uh, you didn't even remember, so didn't care. Didn't need it. So you passed the test, man. The sorting of the lollies had me ready to go. The extra monster energy drink I consumed during the podcast also had me ready to go. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Look, I've done some gigs with the band, but the the energy I was getting from the audience in the room was so strong that I that I had to, felt like I had to amp it up and give it back. After that blank face set, I walked back into the green room. I don't think I've ever been more exhausted in my life. <laughs> like I've I've I go to the gym a fair bit. I I could up my cardio definitely. That's a, that is a fact. Mm-hmm. But God, my life force had. Uh, mate, you and I left everything on that stage. I'll tell you what. Uh, including my beer and pick. Yeah. <laughs> that was annoying. I had to go fr- back for my beer at one point. Yeah, that's frustrating. Sneak back out. I apologize for that. But no, like, didn't even notice. He was too busy rocking. So. You know, professional. Um, no, man, you killed it. Uh, do, you, do, we, do you want to talk about uh, the fact that you fucked it up, though, the first time we had to stop? Oh, we didn't have to get into that. Oh, we can. Why not? Yeah, it's up to you, I guess. <laughs> You clearly want to. I'm happy to breeze over it. <laughs> I, I th- think we need to talk about my failures. I th- I, want, I always want to focus on our triumphs. No, yeah, I know you do. But I think what I'm saying here is uh, it was immaculate when it happened. <laughs> it was immaculate when it happened. But I think if one day you did want to make a cameo and front to back completely devour the stage in one take, I would be open to, to discussion on that. Because I think the return was a triumph, but I think there's always there's always room for improvement. Oh yeah, I think there's a lot of room for improvement. <laughs> I, I didn't even nail all the notes of a Green Day song. <laughs> you came pretty bloody close though. Yeah. So I yeah, the first attempt on the solo. What happened I, in Soundcheck too? Let's let's. Yeah. Which history did repeat itself. But the, but I I I, I practice how I play. That's true. And yeah. in practice, I fucked it up. And in real, and then in also when we played it for real, I fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> you always got to train how you play. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately for me, I trained like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we did. So we only had one do of the song before the show under quite stressful circumstances. Extremely stressful circumstances. Uh, Reese the drummer rocked up late. Let's be honest. He rocked up very late. He often does that. Yeah. In saying that too, uh, yeah, he rocked up late and then. None of the stage was set up, so he had to set up a drum kit as well. It's just because you hang out with like cool rock guys. Yeah, that's the thing. That I mean, he that's what it is. He's a rock star, man. Yeah, he re- he's a professional drummer, man. He's a rock star. He rocked up late, and I was like, bro, you got a drum kit set up? And he's like, oh. And I was like, okay, well, do, if you could do that like now, that'd be great. Yeah. And he if was, you, if you rock up to a, a like an event forty five minutes later than me, you're late. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, was yeah, late. Yeah. I came fifteen minutes late. But yeah. the, I'm usually within 10 to 15. Correct. Yeah, yeah. We didn't start sound checking the band till the audience walked in and I was like singing into the microphone, sound checking in, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, doors were open. We were still sound checking. Yeah, correct, which was scary. But Luke had his one run through of the song and when, when he started playing, we got about a minute into the song. I was like, fuck, this is all he needed. He's absolutely killing this out here. He's a shred god. And then we got up to his guitar song. I think he was just overwhelmed with uh, – 
Well, never performed it in front of people. At all. Well, how, you've how many people in front are you inviting over to your living room to play it in front of? I'm always doing gigs. Oh. I, don't, I only practice under gig circumstances, so. Yeah, well, I don't. Okay, clearly. Yeah. Well, that, well, I mean, you sounded, you sounded great the whole time and then you got up to that moment. I think you just crumbled under the pressure of having eyes and ears on you. Um, but you know what's – I'm always surprised that it was clearly just uh, – well, what was it, man? What, what was the issue? Because you, you, we stopped and you started from a, a slightly earlier point and you just killed it every time after that. It's just the, the, the second go, you're like, well, if I fuck this up, people are going to think I'm like, you know. <laughs> Lacking in motor skills. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, there's no excuse the second okay, time. Okay, that's fair enough. Is there anyone in the building that can play a Green Day song for me? Ready to be rocked. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm so nervous, dude. Alright, I think you'll do just fine. Well, you mate, the second time, both both second times, you fucking crushed it. So you yeah. should be very. But happy. I, th- I actually like to leave the crowd in suspense. Yeah, like you know, if I did it the first time, oh, cool. Yeah, he can play guitar, but like the I, you know, it's it's the underdog story of Willie Wony. During yeah. that bit where I stuffed it up, people thought this could all fail for him, and then all of a sudden I nail it. Everyone goes, "He's a god." He that's didn't. true. It's like Cody Rhodes. He didn't beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania thirty nine. Yeah. Hopefully one day he'll get his championship. And hopefully one day I'll finish my story Correct, yeah. and play Holiday by Green Day without doing any redos. Yeah, without a redo. Yeah, hopefully finish the story, mate. Um, but that, that <laughs> mate. I know, we, I know we, we're not sure if we're going to do the band at any other shows, but like maybe I could play it acoustically until I get it right. I cannot imagine anything worse. There's not, not a song that goes well acoustically. No, not in the slightest. <laughs> Uh, but that, that I was very happy with how that turned out, mate. I think you should be very proud. That was awesome. And the crowd loved it. The crowd loved the energy. Um, can I just say to you as well, the, the blank face band, firstly, evil eye pendant, the new dude, track. The new, that's what I was about to say. It's so good. Fuck. Thank you, man. Dude, it ripped. It sounded great. The circle. I mean, thank fuck Joseph did show up and brought everyone together, which, do you know, it was actually quite awesome was that there were so many people in the room, we had to start two circles. Yeah. We couldn't fit everyone in the one circle. So we were unified times two. There was a smaller circle within, which almost, if you think about it, formed an eye almost. Yeah. It did. It, it, it was kind of like a little dartboard. It was. It was a little like dartboard. It was very cool. Um, so thank you to the people who were part of that. Yeah. Obviously the Gallagher's, yeah, their career's done. It's fucking game over. Wonder, and Wonderwall's, I mean, let's just put that in the bin. That's trash now. Uh, Evil Eye Pendant, I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel like it, it went off without a hitch. The people loved it. And can I say your live set as a band, and I've said this before, it, it's frustrating. It's I mean, frustrating. it's not really. I guess it's good, but What's it's just weird. Then? Well, it's frustrating that other bands aren't as tight as you. <laughs> wow, thanks, like, man. That's you good. guys sound like the album. I was talking about it with a few people, and not even in a sucking you off way. We were kind of just like, Ooh. it's kind of weird how good it sounds. 
Well, that's good. Because, like, well, you know, it's a great venue, like the Lead Beater. Thanks Still for having us. You know, we love being there. It's one of our favourite pubs. Yeah, great but place. not, I would say, one of Melbourne's premier music venues. No. It's just a band room. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not like day, a, it uh, prestigious or, you know, kind of. No, it's anything. not like a world-renowned, like, this is where you need to go see a band it here. It's going to change your life. fucking yeah. tidy. Man, I'm happy to take a lot of that responsibility, but I will say I think there was a, definitely something about the venue that was definitely – doing some of that heavy lifting. But thank you, man. I'll take you. I'll take all of the responsibility for, the, for, the, for sounding amazing. Thank you so much. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. So. I mean, I couldn't, be, I couldn't have been happy with how the second set went uh, because it is a hard, it's a weird sell. It's a weird sell being like, oh, come listen to our podcast and then there's an hour of music. Well, half people didn't even know about the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that so was very funny. They, when, when you started playing guitar, they were like, this is a weird podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Uh, but the crowd got into it, man. It's and can I just say, it. shout out to the BLT heads. Uh, there was quite a few people in the crowd singing along to every fucking song because they were all Blank Face songs and most of them are out. This is the thing. Blank Face has been around for a minute. I've been making music for a minute. So a lot of those songs are on streaming. You can listen to them now if you want to. A lot of people in the crowd who knew all the fucking words and even Shame I mean, that's had its fair share of airtime on this show, as we know. Shame went fucking sicko mode. People were jumping around, singing the chorus back. That was sick, man. Yeah. Awesome moment. Uh, I was standing next to the suits, the big wigs at the back of the room. Oh, what did they say? And um, they like, chat from we the need to get this. A lot of people, a lot of chat, we need to get this boy on tour. Oh, we God, need to get this boy life. Uh, in arenas. <laughs> now. Please, yeah. that would be amazing. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think probably the probably the great one of the greatest feelings I've ever felt in my whole life happened on on Sunday night when because uh, we'd done the circle, the audience had heard Evil Eye Pendant, the studio version, as we're all holding arms. That was a beautiful moment. But there's something special about we played it again during our set on stage, and someone, one member of the audience, did the classic, you know, iPhone light. Let's put it above the heads. It's a bit of a ballad. Let's rock back and forth with the iPhone lights. And then by the time I got to the big chorus section in the middle, everyone in the audience had the lights up. Man, it looked fucking crazy from where I was standing. Yeah. All the lights in the audience, we're singing and playing the new Wonderwall. At one point, Tyler goes, this is like a Coldplay concert, except actually good. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, never, and- has a, never has a man got so far ahead of himself <laughs> while he's hey, performing hey. to 100 people at yeah, the lead beat. Good, exactly. A bit of a self-suck across the sea of iPhone lights, man. I was happy to do it, bro. <laughs> Never have I had more confidence. And I, and I, and I mate, not only does it shit on Wonderwall, it shits on fucking Sparks or whatever that Coldplay song is too. Is it Yellow? Clocks. Yellow's one of them. Clocks is another one. All called- of them. The Scientist, sure, shits on that. Viva La Vida, what a track. I mean, they got a oh, few, Okay, man. Viva La Vida's really good. They've got let's not get, let's quite not. a discography. They do. And, you know, you're coming at Chris Martin, and I'm not even a big Coldplay fanboy, but I'm just saying, I don't know, dude. Chris Martin has has done his time. He's he, he's saying, he's been around the block a few times. I've turn the indicator off, brother. Stay in your fucking lane. <laughs> okay, he's, I'm getting a bit big for my boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, that was uh, man. Like I said, play, halfway through Evil Eye Pendant, looking at everyone's phones. That was kind of like a moment where I was like, "Holy fuck, this is the, just the best feeling ever. This is like the greatest thing." So thank you so much to the people that that were there for that. That was fucking awesome, dude. I felt a little odd. I felt like a little bit of a Tyler fanboy because oh, right. I was right at the front during most of the set. Yeah, it was goaded. And I felt a little bit old because Blake's like, oh, let's go to the front. But I was like, oh, I don't want to like stand in front of – because, you know, people pay tickets. I have yeah. I got him for free actually. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm all, I don't I'm, know how that happened. I'm like, oh, I know the guy. Oh, okay. All so right. I didn't want to stand in front of anyone. But then I was like, fuck it, whatever. I'm, I'm enjoying this because I've missed your last couple gigs. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I – Sat at the front and I knew every single word. That's and I awesome. I felt though. like such a weirdo because I feel like everyone was looking at me going like, oh, this is like he's so weird that he knows all these mates. No, songs. that's not weird at all, man. Oh. I, I, man, I sit at home watching the cheers to that special on YouTube and I can recite the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude named Jungle having a beer with him. Yeah. Yeah. Jim fucking grenades. I'm, you know, I know everything. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, that's one of my favorite bits. Yeah, 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 all my, all the, all the hits. But that's fucking awesome, man. No, that's good. That means you can say that you were here from the start, bro. That's good. I mean, I was. That's true. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I was part of the prequel. 
I was, I was in the prequels, dude. You're, you're the Phantom Menace of the Blank Face story. Yeah, I'm in the animated, like, Attack of the Clones style series <laughs> where we have a high school band and we just gig at dog shit venues. And yeah, which is something we have. We, Sunday Heist is a direct co- – we trace that back, the roots. Yeah, and I used to try and be funny between the songs and still at that point had no intention or concept that I could perhaps pursue that instead of the bass and, guitar bit. No, well, and, and look at us now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm back on the guitar, yeah. so it's good. It's good. <laughs> Life is a circle, yeah, isn't it? comedy didn't work out, but guitar's going great. great. <laughs> <laughs> Ate it. Uh, yeah, so the Evil Eye Pendant stuff went amazing. Thank you guys so much. And then the last thing we had to do was prove Blake's allegiance to Macklemore. I mean, he's not here to defend himself. How do you think he went? I think you went quite good. I was very, I was actually thoroughly impressed. Yeah. We were pulling the, the, the songs out of a hat at random, out of his fedora. I was impressed. And then from like a, an objective, like, wow, this guy knows a lot of Macklemore songs. But then at one point I remember just like, you know, when you zoom out, it's like in um, Spider-Man or it's like in that weird multiverse of madness one where like <laughs> he goes Strange. above his body and he has like an yeah, out-of-body out of body. experience. Yeah, 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 that was me with the, the, the phone lights. Yeah, yeah, I was on stage and Blake was rapping Buckshot <laughs> by, was it, or was it Buckhot? What was it called? Buckshot. Buckshot. You just fucking read the name wrong. I'm yeah, saying. no, I forget which one this title actually it's was. Buckshot. Okay, you yeah. read it as Bucks Hot. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I read it. <laughs> yeah. And I had this outer body experience where he's like rapping every word to this like B side, you know, like deep album, cut, deep yeah. cut Macklemore track, and I just zoomed out and I went, oh, why am I friends with that?" <laughs> Why have I built a podcast with this with this I'm man? Like, I built a life with this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I zoomed back in, and I was like, oh, "Pretty cool, though." <laughs> but that was a, I had a little bit of self doubt, and then it sort of like he yeah. got halfway through one of the raps and just went, "I cannot believe I have a girlfriend." <laughs> yeah, he did. He stopped mid mid rap. Man, I was thoroughly impressed with his ability to just whip them out in the spot, and he did it a cappella too. I said, said to him, "I was like, do you want the music? Like that might jog your memory." He's like, "Nah, don't need it." I was like, "Fuck, you're a demon, man." That's awesome. And he did. He just ripped him. Yeah. And I was like, before the show, I was like, do you need to like study up, you know, on, on Macklemore? He's like, no. Feeling pretty good. He was having a beer just like, I, trust me, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's up here. Yeah. He was just having a beer. Could have been checking the audio. That's all good. Mm-hmm. Have you enjoyed that beer, Blakey? You fucking dog. <laughs> nah, he's all right. Nah, I was having a beer with him. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, man, I don't think it could have gone better. I, I'm actually yeah. thoroughly Other stoked. than the fact that we lost everything. It could not yeah. have gone better. The, it, it, you guys should okay. have been there. Let's just say <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, you should have been there. The value for money that you got with your ticket price, I feel very comfortable with. The value that. you get every week as a as a listener and a fan of this pod, that's up for debate. Yeah, that is up for debate. But paying the money to come see us live, holy fuck, I feel good about that. Yeah, we are such a better hang in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how would you rate the Melbourne live show to 10, man? I'd, re- I'd give it a 10 out of 10. Bro. I would I- give it a 10. Yeah, I'd give it a 10. That was fucking sick. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm confident with that. So uh, get your tickets. Perth is next, then Adelaide in March. Uh, and Sydney then in May. Sydney. God, I'm so excited to hit these other spots now. I'm not going to lie. I was a bit nervous. I didn't know how things were going to go, but I've never been – my faith has never been restored quite like this. I'm so excited. Yeah. Which is crazy, like – Knowing that I'm there's a live WWE event that I'm going to be at, I'm actually more excited for the BLT live event. I'm equal. You're equal. Okay. All right. I'm Fair pretty, enough. I'll accept yeah, that. Pretty excited for the Elimination Chamber. Reasonable. Reasonable. Isn't it odd that um, Blake's not here and it's, the f- it's taken us an hour to bring up wrestling? <laughs> I wonder who it's usually influenced by. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, anyway, should we leave it there? Let's leave it there. Um, if you haven't, go and head over and listen to the live show. Um, Again, stick through it because it's fucking good. It was very, very we hope it. it sounds fine. We hope we're it sounds sure fine. We're not, we don't know as of recording this, but it, it should be okay. Luke is about to tell a story on the podcast that is the single most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I'm setting that up in all confidence. And I'm not just saying that so that you go, oh, I wonder what it is. I swear to God, I nearly vomited him with him telling me this story. Yeah, if, if you, I mean, this is like a, I guess like a, a warning of if you don't like um, any discussions of poop, vomit, look, I don't want to give it away. Just, yeah, if you, if you, if you're if eating you get right now, maybe don't. And if you're eating, I'm telling you right now, do not continue listening to this. This is a trigger warning. And honestly, 
I swear to God, 20 minutes ago, before he told me this story, I would have been the kind of person who's like, nah, it's not necessary. Just tell the story. You have been warned. <laughs> you have been warned. It's not that bad. Uh, yes, <laughs> it was. Oh my God. Holy smokes. So we've just moved house. Yep. Oh yes, the new house. How is it now living out in the sticks? Have you adjusted to the travel time yet? It's so quiet and no, I'm late everywhere. Okay, cool. Uh, it's an extra 10 minutes further out of the city than I was used to. and Which was already pretty far, let's be honest. Yeah, and I do not allow it. <laughs> I never allow. Oh, I never allowed for my old house. Mm. Like I'm about 40 minutes out now. Yeah, I remember when I moved out to the sticks. And I always leave half an hour before my thing. You always leave half an hour before you. Yeah, and then I never allow for parking. That was a big problem. It's like a massive personality flaw of mine. Just not planning ahead. I always think I can get every green light and I'm going to like dodge the traffic. No, no, no. Since adjusting to using Waze now as like a travel app, I feel like I'm... Waze just takes you on the back roads. Yeah, I love it, man, because it's literally, it is the shortest possible route. No, it's like the less congested route. But it's like... Yeah, that's the point. You're just driving 50 kilometers down residential streets for the entire time. Yeah, but you get you get there earlier. Maybe like two minutes. I'll take that two minutes, man. Just chuck me on a main road and let me think about life. <laughs> let me think about why. Because I start to get existential in the car. I go, why do I think that like traffic doesn't will not occur to me? Like, Affect you personally? What kind of main character syndrome do I have where I think I'm going to get this little slip lane that doesn't exist <laughs> you just get, like, instead of your... a bus lane there's like this luke lane where i can <laughs> just cruise straight through doesn't work like and that i'm brother. always late to everything but people yeah. go to expect it now yeah okay so that's i go true. to gigs and like so what you're, what you're saying is that you shouldn't be adjusting to your new house everyone else should be adjusting to your new house travel time wise yeah yeah it's not a you problem okay fair enough yeah events events should be scheduled around me <laughs> Yeah, good man. But anyway, so what's the funny story that's happened, mate, with the new house? It was not funny. It was actually pretty traumatic. Traumatic? Um, are you okay? Are you prepared to hear something gross? You just Are you okay? Is everything all right? Well, physically, yes. Emotionally, no. Oh, dear lordy. Um, yeah, I'm prepared, mate. If it's going to help you, I'm prepared for anything. Now, you know, and regular listeners of this podcast will know that I am no stranger to encountering turds in my bin. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. Wait, did you bring the bin with you with the turds in it? No. So we left the old bin oh, at the place Lord. and we got it professionally cleaned. Wow. So like, you know, when we left our old lease, we steam cleaned the floors and then yep. part of that uh, entire house clean yep. was the bins, like yep. power hosed. Yep. Just to interrupt the story, Vibu's just assessing how to get, but you can just walk straight through, mate. Um, Go for it. And what else? Oh, yeah. So we, because that's, I think that's the courteous thing to do. Yep. Is it is. Clean the bins, especially if it's filled with turds and what have you. So we get to our new place and after a couple of days, we notice there's a scent wafting from the side oh. of the garage where the bins are. Oh. And I go to Meg, I'm like, what's going on there? We, we have a peek inside and the original, this is what we thought the original damage was. And it's already bad. Oh no. We... They the, the previous tenants must have had uh, young babies oh, because there no. were used nappies, not in any bag, just just what? in the bottom of the bin. What like stuck to the bottom? And because it'd been like middle of summer, it, they've congealed to the bin. Not only that, they've yes, yes, they've like they've welded themselves onto the oh, plastic in what? the because they've just been marinating in there. Are you joking? So, I, dude, the previous homeowners are fucking masochists, bro. Dude, it gets so much worse. It gets worse. <laughs> what? So, Meg is having a lovely day out. Uh, she went out for a high tea with my mum yesterday. And, and oh, Chloe, god, Shaz. Yeah, that was part oh. of their Christmas present. To oh, mom. so they're having this great day. They're at the botanical gardens, eating this beautiful wow. cakes and having nice teas. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to contribute today. Not often do I find myself in a position. Can I just interject and say, uh, if Meg bought a high tea for Shaz, it's really just buying a gift for yourself because going for high tea with Sharon Kidgel sounds like an absolute dream and a delight. It does. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. (laughs) Mum's going to love that. I know. (laughs) No, she's a new fan of the pod. She came to the live show. Yeah, it was the yeah. first po- piece of pod- Luke Kidgel co- podcasting content she'd ever experienced, wasn't it? Probably since I did radio, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Um, anyway, I 
come in with, I think I can conquer this with a shovel and a bin bag. Oh, no. all the tools I thought I needed. God, you're an honourable man for doing this yourself. (sighs) I opened the bin. Damage is way worse than I thought. What I thought was just two nappies upon further inspection when I lifted up a few things with the shovel is the only way I can describe it. I think it was a combination of (laughs) human turds, dog turds. What? Old rubbish in layered with like a lasagna, but instead of the pastry, instead of the pastry had layers of maggots in between. (laughs) (laughs) Cunt. Are you serious? And then it had like old, this makes it so much worse. Oh my God. Old like yogurt packets. Oh, oh, that's probably the worst part. Yogurt had been like marinating in this. How did you smell that, man? Dude, I had to get a crowbar. (laughs) Bro, throw the whole bin out. The fact that you're thinking about recovering this and cleaning, because what do you? Which, which, hang on, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I have so many questions, man. <laughs> it was, oh it my was by God. far one of like the nastiest things. Holy I've... fuck, that is a biohazard, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. And the whole time I'm out there, Meg's just in the most having the most beautiful time, <laughs> and I'm like dry Hard reaching. Cut, yeah, to you at home, looking at your bin. Holy fuck. Okay, so okay. So did you ever consider getting rid of the whole bin and just... Well, I don't like admin. (laughs) So I was like, ah, then I've got to like call the council and they're going to be like, is your bin broken? And I'm going to have to be like, kind of. Bro, the fact that you, on your list of least desired things, have admin (laughs) below toxic turd lasagna (laughs) is fucking... That is a testament to how much of a man-child you truly are. That's fucking crazy. So, but secondly, the plan here is if you're removing the the toxic turd lasagna from the bin, you have to put it in another bin, right? No. So I was planning on putting just the nappies and stuff in a bin bag. Because the thing is, it wasn't in a bin bag and it was stuck. So I was like, well, I could just use the shovel and get them unstuck. So many people And then I could shovel them into a bin bag. So by the end... I'm breaking it up with the crowbar because oh. it's like hardened. But, oh. but, but you know what was worse? Oh. If it was all hardened, it would have been fine. Just the top layer was. <coughs> Cunt. This is honestly the single most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I've. I think people have probably tuned out, but. People have not only tuned out, man. Oh. I think they're uninstalling Spotify. <laughs> I think they're deleting the Spotify app. They're putting their phones there and they're walking outside to smell a cool summer's breeze. I because, wish I could do that. Can't. I, I've seen, been to some disgusting crevices of the internet, man. I've seen some fucked up shit, but this is the, <laughs> this is like a Junji Ito manga times a gajillion f- million zillion. This is like, yeah. that's anyway, fucking gross, Under the bro. crust, it was like real hot and moist. Oh. And stop. But yeah, anyway, I had to shovel it out. And long story short, you can imagine that that process wasn't fun. And then I think I got most of it out, but whatever. And then I go, that's fine. The bins are going out tonight. And (laughs) that poor garbage man. Dude, no, it gets worse. It gets worse again. I didn't realize it wasn't red bin week. Oh. So now that has to sit there for another week. (laughs) And I checked the weather. It's like 36 degrees for two days. No, man. It's just going to be sitting in the sun. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, God. I ran uh, seven kilometers away from my house. (laughs) And it was, I was like, I can smell it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's in my, it's in me. Like what? the smell is like it's like latched onto it's you. It's like up. It's not even in my nose. It's like in my in your brain. You know that bit like where <laughs> your nose like attaches to your mouth, but then it kind of like also your eyes. Oh. Like it's lodged somewhere back there, and I cannot. Oh. Like I went in the shower and stuff, and I was like, it's not getting out of my brain. 
Like, how do you wash? Like, do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, man, there's this King Gizzard album. uh, It's called Murder of the Universe. That's split into three parts, and it's like three written about my bin. (laughs) um, The third part of this album is about a cyborg that becomes sentient, and for some reason, it just craves vomit. And it just wants to feel the, the feeling of vomiting. Like it just craves it. And then it like develops a, a physical being, this AI intelligence develops a physical being capable of vomiting. And then it injects its like power, it injects its thoughts into this physical being that vomits so much. It just covers the entire universe in vomit. And everything is just, is intertwined with vomit. And it descri- the album- And has they wrote like a, a whole album about that. No, six songs. The third half, the, th- the the last third of the album, the six songs is the in is, yeah is about this robot covering everything in vomit, and there's like an AI robot voice that narrates in the most found disgusting way, covering the universe, and like it talks about like how the vomit like collides with the atoms of the universe. Buildings are covered in vomit, and just become one as this pouring vomit world, and it's listening to that story gave me the same feeling of unease and disgust that that story also gives me. So you, 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 we could take that. What you can someone transcribe that and place it over like a, a psych rock beat, and you've got a King Gizzard album. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's turd vomit lasagna nappy fucking Man. stew broth. Man, when you said to me before this episode, you had a story for this this podcast. Yeah, is that too much, bro? That was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life, and I can't believe you lived that. I, I, that made me sick. I, I literally felt nausea listening to you tell that. Yeah, but I don't go to any sort of like therapy and stuff. So <laughs> like I, it's weird just bottling that in. Then it becomes like the smell. Then it's just with me. Do you mean now bottling that in like bottling in uh, the story or did you take some of the the specimen from the bin and bottle that up just yeah, in case I, you it for the future? I, I thought it, it should be studied for science. Yeah. <laughs> That is fun. What is going on with the- All I can think of, I'd be so embarrassed if I'd left that in my bin. Not only embarrassed, you've got to be a- um, Look, (laughs) if they ever listen to this, the previous homeowners, if they ever catch wind that this story has been told, I hope they feel bad. I I want you to know that you- (laughs) I want you to know this isn't Luke's I don't know if they know. Like I feel like in good conscience, you cannot leave that for someone else. Dude, someone put that in the bin. Yeah, I I think when you leave a house, you check every nook and cranny. Did I do take care of everything? Someone would have smelt it or checked the bin and been like, "Oh, we've left this fucking yeah. burrito of torture in the fucking bin for the next homeowner." Yeah, I I in my head like no one would ever do that to another human being. So I have good faith. I I get, I, I I think I'm maybe you know how pro- like projecting sometimes that I'd be embarrassed doing that. Maybe, do you know how sometimes like as humans, you think to yourself like, ah, oh, maybe I can just, you know, get away with this awful thing that I'm about to do and it'll never come back to haunt me and it's not my problem and I don't have to worry about it. Maybe they just weren't like, counting on you having a podcast where you could retell this story to thousands of people listening. Oh, well, too bad. Sucks to be fucking them. That don't, is crazy. Don't leave two, actually three species of turds because <laughs> the maggots probably shitted it out too. Man, so there's probably dog shit in there. There's probably... It, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't. Was that part of the three species? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. you could tell it wasn't all because they did have dogs as well. There's dog doors at the house. I was gonna say maybe I was in my head thinking, yeah, it was there was probably adult shit, baby shit, and maggot shit. That's three separate species. Yeah, adult and baby. Are two and I just took a dump in there anyway because I was like, well, this can't get worse. <laughs> you know how sometimes you can bear your own shit and fart smell. Maybe you're just like maybe that'll cancel it out. I'm gonna walk past the bin if I shit in it. Oh, that is fucking. Insane, man. Yeah. That is, I, I don't know how to process what I've just heard. Sorry, just probably listening to this going, who the fuck are we, who's talking oh, to me? Great um, save, brother. <clears throat> Hi, uh, my name is Luke and I am the lighter fluid of BLT. Good. Uh, it's a very flammable sandwich this week. Yeah, is it? You're going to want to set it on fire after I tell you what I am. Okay. My name is Tyler and I am the turd lasagna in Luke's bin. <laughs> oh, you could have been the turds, I could have been the lasagna. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck 
Oh, do you want to go again? Yeah, redo it. Okay. Hi, my name is Tyler. I am the turds in the sandwich. That's a great callback and hilarious. (laughs) Would you like me to add on that? I would love. I would love to. Hi, I'm Luke, and I'm the lasagna that's under the turd. Of the sandwich. Well, I think the lasagna encompasses the turds, right? It's, true. it's kind of over. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I'm the lol, it's still stuck in my face of BLT. <laughs> oh, I'm the uh, time to go and listen to the King Gizzard album, Merit of the Universe, that reminds me of that story. Can I add one more pretty harrowing detail of it? <laughs> Just before we go out. Do you have no shame, sir? <laughs> oh, yeah, please do. <laughs> I, don't I already hate it. this. I don't want to say it. Just say it, man. It gave me pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Did it actually? <laughs> From like being over the bin. Bitch. <laughs> oh, dude. And I woke up this morning and like kind of gone, but I'd like, my Meg was like, Kevin, she's like, you okay? And I was like, no. Oh, that's crazy. Do you know what it reminds me? Oh, no, I've dropped my phone. You know what it reminds me of? You know that episode of Spongebob where he walks... Oh, you haven't watched Spongebob. There's an episode of Spongebob where he like walks out of... He's eating like some fucked food and he walks out and his breath is wild. That's what... And there's like green steam and spray coming out of his house. That's what I think you're been. Oh, it's fucking disgusting, bro. That is so disgusting. We need to, we need to lock these people up. It was nasty. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm sorry that you guys had to hear that. It's been so much fun. Sorry if you were eating. I'm not going to be able to get this lasagna out of my head. <laughs> Just like how you can't get it out of your hair. And uh, more rat, if you want a sticker, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Exploring and see you next week on BLT. Like the sandwich.